Welcome to the Positive Sports Podcast. I'll be your host this afternoon, Ed Montana. Alongside me today, my dancing brother, Alex. Alex, how you doing, buddy? Just call me the dancing bear. Yeah, you look like a dancing bear. <laughs> What's up, man? What's going on? I have to stretch a little bit, you know, after a four-day weekend of doing nothing and a whole lot of eating. You know, you got to stretch before you do a podcast. You don't want to pull a muscle. I understand. I understand. You got any? Uh, you got any good Turkey Day stories? Uh, well, I I fried a turkey for the I first time. Yeah, it was uh, it was um, it was cool because it got cooked in forty five minutes. So. It's fucking like that instantly. So, and it's good. It tastes a whole lot better than, to me, I enjoyed the taste of of a fried turkey. It's not as dry as, as it would be baked, right? In the oven. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not a big turkey person. I'm more like, I'm more into the sides, right? The stuff in the sweet potatoes, the the desserts and stuff. So uh, anything that makes a turkey taste better, I'm all I'm all about that. I've never had a fried turkey, actually, believe it or not. Well, the 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 hype was real because everybody has told me, oh, you should fry a turkey and this and that. And so the night before, I went scrambling for a uh, a deep fryer, and eight stores later, I I found one at the first store that I looked at. So yeah. It's a, it, was, it was meant to be for me to fry a turkey this year in 2020. So, um, and, you know, I'm a last-minute guy, you know, and so I waited to the very last minute. So how, how big of a turkey was it? It was a 20 – I'm sorry, it was a 12-and-a-half-pound turkey. Okay, that's a good that's – not, that's not huge, right? That's a, no, no, I mean – That's a normal so turkey. So it was just – it was just us four and – I feel like we had just enough leftovers. Like I went and took some to mom and dad, to uncle Carlos. Um, I wasn't going to drive to where you were at because you were far. And right. so, and, and I, and, and we had like just the right amount of leftovers for, for us four, like enough for two days. Cause I don't, we don't have any more Turkey. So it was perfect. I noticed. I, I figured you didn't have any tur- any more turkey because I didn't get an invite. Well, you weren't even in the same freaking zip code as I was, so. No, I was not. I was in the beautiful city of Kerrville. You know, when we say like right outside of, uh, when we say we're in Katy, right outside of Houston, we're like 20 minutes away from Houston, right? Actually, we're probably like right. 10 minutes away if you drive. We're at the outskirts of Houston by the city line or whatever it's called, right? Right. But if um, if you're talking about Kerrville, Kerrville is just outside of everywhere and nowhere. I mean, it's ridiculous. It's out in the middle of nowhere. It's an hour past San Antonio going west. And, uh, I mean, it's there's nothing out there. It's It's no man's land to me. But it's a relaxing yeah, few days out there in the middle of nowhere. No cell, no, no, not real good cell service. So you can't really make phone calls. Uh, you know, it's kind of quiet, boring. Yeah, see, that that's too far from the city for me. Like, I need some self reception to be able to stay sane. Yeah, it's, it, 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 it's, I mean, it's like going into a time travel machine and going back like 30 years. It's, yeah. it's awful. <laughs> now don't get me wrong i would love to live like out in the farm somewhere you know what i mean would mm-hmm. have like a like an acre or two i i think that would be awesome but i always think about you know if i want to go to like the bar or if i want to go you know if i want to go out somewhere right like i don't want to i don't want to worry about well i can only have a couple of beers because i got a fucking 45 mile drive home (laughs) you know the groceries the groceries i get right you stack up on them you go to costco or something sam you know you you stack up i'm cool with that but like as far as like having fun and going out and you know like 
going and see some friends or family. Like, I don't want to have to drive that far, you know, but that's just me. <clears throat> yeah, it is. Um, it, it's, it's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. So yeah, from where my mother-in-law lives, everything is a, it's at least an hour long trip, if not more. So if you're, if you're going to the corner store, it's a half hour there and a half hour back. Right. Yeah. So if you're going to pick up a pack of cigarettes, not that I smoke or anyone else smokes, but if I was going just to pick up a pack of cigarettes, it's a, it's an hour drive. It's a half hour to the corners. It's a half hour to the corner store. That's a long way to so, the corner. So a pack of cigarettes will run you around what? Six, seven, eight dollars. You're going to waste more in gas than you did on those pack of cigarettes. Yeah, which explains why people out there are smoking by the carton. Yeah. <laughs> now I will say this. My brother-in-law, my son, and myself went out, um, and we almost always do this when we get together. I don't see my brother-in-law very often. I see him, you know, two or three times a year, and almost every time I see him, we do this. We went out and got sushi, and we spent 150 bucks on sushi. They actually have a good sushi place out there. And, I mean, granted, again, it's an hour drive total, plus we spent like two hours sitting there eating sushi. These rednecks have never seen people eat sushi like we did. We sat there. And we ordered roll after roll after roll. We must have had, I think between the three of us, we had 10, 10 different rolls. And, um, you know, most people order one, maybe two rolls. Right. We started off ordering eight <laughs> between the three of us. And he's like, well, who's having what? And like, just put it all in the middle. This is buffet style here between the three of us. And, uh, and then we ordered some more. And, I mean, every time, the second time we ordered, the guy's like, you guys like uh you guys want some dessert like nah we want some more sushi and uh and he's like uh okay i think it i think at one point they started to get nervous that we were gonna dine and dash you know they're like there's no way these guys are are buying this much sushi and eating it and and paying for it they're gonna run out of here that's how you do it though right i mean you gotta sample a little bit of it all right so you just oh, that's order the best you know you just order especially if it's like guys hanging out like in that in that situation right i mean you shoot the shit and eat sushi i mean we were sitting close to the bar so we could see the tv we were watching some football while we were sitting there eating and talking it was a blast man it's always a good time it's always a good time heck yeah uh did you happen to catch any football over the weekend i saw no football i boycotted football they want to suspend and push games back to Tuesdays and when, you know, I had, I had tomorrow all planned out, bro. I had tomorrow all planned out football, two for one wings. And they pushed that out to Wednesday. I'm done with football. That's it. I'm not watching tonight. I'm not watching Wednesday. I'm done. I don't, you know, someone has to explain to me, what is the NFL doing? Like, I, I don't understand. I don't understand what the NFL is doing. Why the constant rescheduling of games? You've already fined people within the Ravens organization for not handling, you know, not not following protocol and all this other stuff. And then on the other side, you've got the Broncos with no quarterback, but you make them play the football game. Now, which is worse, right? Do I? Which is worse in terms of competitive balance? What is worse in terms of the product that we see on TV? Is 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 watching a Saints Broncos game where the Saint where the Broncos don't have a quarterback, is that a better product than than showing me the Ravens having to play second stringers? I argue it's just about the same, if not worse. So you're gonna you're gonna show me a worse product, but you're gonna push off this other product. And look, on Twitter, you and I have been on Twitter. There's been a lot of crying from Steeler fans about the scheduling stuff. But at this point, I don't blame them. I don't blame them, right? They had the same problem earlier in the year with uh, – who else was it? They had the same problem with another team earlier this year. Who was it? Wasn't it with the, uh, with the Titans that got With the Titans. Back? That's right, with the Titans. Uh, and now they're, they're having this problem with the Ravens. And, and the Steelers are doing the right thing, right? Apparently the Steelers are taking care of business, doing what they're supposed to do. So, you know, we're, we're punishing one team by moving the game. We're punishing another team by making them play. 
and, and there's just it's inconsistent. So no one knows what what the rules are, what the ramifications are. I, I think this whole thing has gotten kind of silly with the NFL. Yeah, I, I have no idea what the NFL is doing. Um, and really, from a, from a, you know keeping players, you know safety. Uh, you know the Broncos have a wide receiver who hasn't played all that much quarterback even in college, right? And then they have a running back. I mean, that doesn't seem safe, right? If we're trying to protect the players, right? They don't, they haven't, they haven't practiced long enough together. You know what I'm saying? I mean, a week is not even long enough. They had only a couple of days, right? Yeah. So I think that's putting the players in danger as well. Um, so I, I don't know what the, and as far as the Ravens and the Steelers, I mean, I, I say, fuck it. You make the Ravens play. You make the Ravens play today or yesterday. You just make them well, play. I mean. Look, I understand pushing it back one day, right? So right. they were supposed to play on Thursday. You push it back to Friday, maybe Saturday, even Sunday. Okay, I'm okay with that. But to now push it all the way to Wednesday, you have completely fucked with the, with the Steelers' schedule. The, the Steelers had a mini bye week right, by playing on Thursday. Likely they had made their plans accordingly. Now you you gave them a bye week, so to speak, right, by making them play all the way out to this Wednesday. But they've been practicing in between. They haven't really gotten days off. So, it's, it's, you know, it really messes with their schedule. I just don't understand what the NFL is doing. There's no sense of consistency. And the bigger problem here is what are we going to do come week 17? come week 16 if this happens because they really need to start considering a bubble. Uh, you really don't want to risk it. I think for, you know, the playoffs and the Super Bowl would be a total of what? Six weeks all in? Uh, something, something like, like that. that. No, maybe even shorter. Well, you maybe even shorter. Four oh. months. Right, you have the Super Bowl, and you have two weeks before that's the conference championships. The week before that's the division. The week before that is the wild card. So four weeks, five weeks max, right? Mm-hmm. Put those teams in a bubble. Put those teams in a bubble and play all the playoff games, wherever the Super Bowl is supposed to be, right? Is the Super Bowl supposed to be in Tampa Bay this year? Put all of those teams in Tampa Bay and, and have, have them be in a bubble. Do what baseball did. It, it's it's the only way to deal with this. Otherwise, you're really risking your playoffs. And look, at the end of the day, the playoffs are the are the biggest product. You can't mess with that. At least that's my feeling. Yeah, I I don't know what they should do. That's above my uh my pay grade. But they they should definitely have a plan in place. And if they have to go 18 weeks, then just go 18 weeks. I mean. I don't understand. I don't understand what the, the problem is with just hitting the reset button. Just fucking stop everything it, it, for the NFL, at least. Just stop everything for like a week or two. It's okay. Just stop it. And have everybody sanitize themselves. I mean, I, I, I don't know. Just stop everything, come back in a week or two weeks, and – Maybe by then, right, this whole time, you could have been uh, figuring out a, a bubble situation and and just do it that way. Yeah. You know, and Less of, traveling, all, right? of all the sports, the NFL could do a, a one-week, a, a, a league-wide bye week, right? That would be the best way. Yeah. You have everyone – Everyone plays like on Monday, like like next, not this week because this week is all screwed up because of the Steelers. But next week, right? You play on Monday, and then you shut everyone down for a week, right? You give everyone a bye week the next week, and then resume and take that week, put it on the end of the season, and then, and then you start up again the following Thursday. That's ten days. That's basically two weeks. Do that. Yeah. You know, a, 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 a mandatory league-wide bye week would be, I think, would be great at this point because so, someone's not getting the message. I, the, part of it, I think, is the players are sick of, you know, I think we all do this, right? We get into our routine and everything starts to kind of go back to normal and we forget to do all the little things that we're supposed to do, like, you know, not go to the strip joint and things like that or whatever it is that's causing the issue. 
I mean, I understand we have a spike going on around the country. It's not just, you know, people being careless, I guess, but at the same time, we got to do something to, to get this thing going back to normal. And you, again, you don't want to mess with the competitive balance. And here's the other thing. If you shut the league down for a week, if you institute a league-wide bye week, you're going to get a better product afterwards because these guys are going to get a week off, right? Everyone, everyone talks about how much better they feel after a week off when they get their bye week during the season. If you do it for the entire league here, you're going to get a better product going into the home stretch in the playoffs. The thing before we start talking about the games from yesterday, the thing that gets me, and this was, and someone tweeted it out, and I can't remember who tweeted it. Otherwise, I would give them their props on Twitter. But uh, it, it wasn't. It was just you know some some random Joe, right? But he was like, his tweet was something along the lines of, "It's amazing how these players recover in one day, right?" And when you think about it, fuck, it really is. I mean, there's. <laughs> Either these are some false positives or there's some other shit going on, but how is it that these players recover in a week and are ready to play? You know what I mean? So, I don't know. Something to think about, but I just thought that was interesting. So, uh, Going on, let's, let's go to the games now. The NFC East is, uh, you know, we, we talk about the NFC East every week here because we're fans of the NFC East and because it is the most laughable division in football. But we've now got a situation in the NFC East where the, the Eagles and Seahawks play tonight. So the Eagles are, have a game, a game at hand. But Washington took care of Dallas on, on Thursday in the Thanksgiving Day game. And the Giants took care of the Bengals yesterday. And so now we've got two teams at 4-7 and seven sitting atop the NFC East the Eagles have a chance. No, 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 no. That's incorrect. There's only one team sitting in the top of the NFC East. There's only one team, brother. There's only one team. Well, see the the Redskins had that rain for two days, right? Their Twitter account was boasting and bragging about being in first place. And then after yesterday, after the Giants won yesterday, I went back to that tweet, and it was deleted. So, the Redskins are no longer in first place. There's only one team atop that division. And they're no longer the Redskins. We really should stop calling them that. Oh, I forgot. I forgot. I forgot. Washington, the Washingtons. The Washingtons. The Washingtonians. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I forgot. Anyway, they have, they're, they're tied in terms of record. They, they do yeah. play one time, right? Huh? They, the Giants and, and, and Washington play one more one more time this season. No? No, we have we have we swept them. We got the tiebreaker. We swept we swept them. <laughs> it sounds good. It's only two games, but we swept them. That's right. So yeah, you, you so technically you're really a half game up. We're up, yes, we're up. We're up. <clears throat> now you're you're gonna drop down a second if the Eagles win tonight. That's a big if. That is, that is a big if. And then you've got the yeah. Cowboys at three and eight. So the, the division continues to be the laughing stock of the, of the NFL. No team in the division has a positive uh, point differential. Washington's the closest at negative two. And that's only because they won by 25 <laughs> on Thursday. A Cowboys team that We've been saying this on here for weeks, but that cow they've mailed it in. I mean, they've mailed it in. They, they just have no desire to, to play the game. They, they want the season to end. They're hoping for a league-wide shutdown for good, really. They're, they're, hoping, <laughs> they're hoping the NFL mandates, you know, 2020 to be shut down for good because they, they've had it. I don't know how Washington's doing it because Washington is still not a good football team any way you slice it. Washington, if you look at the team stats, they rank at the top in in a few defensive cat. Like that's not a bad defensive team. Like no, Chase Young is is the real deal. Oh, they yeah. have Alex Smith is playing, you know, great football considering his injury and fucking life threatening 
injury he had, right? Right. And then they got all of a sudden this kid, Antonio Gibson, who's who can run the ball. So they're really not playing that bad. I know their record is not, you know, is not good, but it's not a – I don't think that's a really – it's one of the – it's not what their record says. So, uh, you know, it is what it is, right? But they're, they're not a bad team. I don't, I don't think they are. No, they're not, but, you know – they're four and seven for a reason, right? They're they're not a good oh, team, yeah, yeah, yeah. I understand. right? And then you've got the Giants. The Giants are kind of in the same boat, right? The Giants are not bad, but the Giants aren't great either. And now, Daniel Jones, who is not a great quarterback, not yet anyway, but he's their quarterback, and now he's out injured. So it's a real dicey situation. Um, if should the Eagles win, it becomes even more interesting. I really hope. I'm really hoping that some way, somehow, the Giants and the Redskins, um, the Giants and Washington, tie a game here between now and, <laughs> and the end of the season so we can see a three-way tie at like 5-9-1. and one. I don't know if we'll see it because be, the Eagles win the division. If they well, that's, beat- what that's what I'm saying. If the Giants and Washington tie a game along the way, so that they right. all have a tie. I don't want the Eagles to win the division because they have a tie. Yeah, but in that case, they would win the division because they have the head-to-head against us. Oh, shit, and then they split. They would have to split with the Redskins. So the Redskins would be... Redskins got one right. up on them. Right, so if they split with the Redskins then they would they would have three wins and the giants would have two right so look if if washington and the eagles okay if somehow your scenario works tie, out right the eagles the eagles would have to beat washington and and i mean then it would go to like division record i mean right because, now I mean, Right now, the Giants are three and two in the division. Washington's three and two in the division, and the and the Eagles are two and two in the division. Right. I think they still play the Cowboys one more time and the Redskins, and then Washington. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I, I don't know. I feel I feel. Uh, hey, listen, I don't care. The Giants are in first place. I don't care what the hell happens from this point. We don't have to depend on nobody. We depend on us. That's it. Well, that's not so. true. That's not true. You need the Eagles to lose a football game. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, that's probably going to happen. They have the hardest schedule left. So, yes, I'm not worried about that part. But my point is, if the Eagles win out, <laughs> if if the Giants and the Eagles win out, the Eagles win the East. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm not worried about that. We control our own destiny. So... The other, uh, the other game on Turkey Day was the Texans and the Lions. There's nothing to talk about there. That happened. Next. <laughs> Next. Uh, oh, and they also they, the fired, biggest... they, they did fire Mike uh, Pat Mike. Is it Mike Patricia? Pat Patricia? What is his name? Pat Mike Patricia. John Patricia. Dan. Pat Patricia. Dan Patricia. Why does he have a girl's name, Patricia? That's his last name. Okay, well, that was the biggest takeaway I got from that game. Yeah, he uh, – look, I'm surprised that guy's made it this long. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. He, I mean, now he can go and shove all the pencils he wants behind his fucking ear and, you know. Yeah. Hey, real quick on the Texans, though. If I was the Sean Watson – I would get the hell out of Houston, man. I would get out of there because guess what? That team is cursed. Bill O'Brien left a bad spell on that team. Will Fuller got suspended today for PEDs. Yeah. Deshaun Watson is playing with absolutely nothing around him and putting up – I mean, if if Russell Wilson and – well, if if Pat Mahomes and Aaron Rodgers weren't around, like he'd be in the conversation with – Russell Wilson, you know, like he's putting up some crazy numbers 
he really needs to get out of there. I know he just signed a contract, but well, it depends on there are long ways from winning. The, yeah, it, it feels that way, but it also depends on who the next coach is, right? Remember, this is a team that went to the playoffs last year. They're not a bad football team. Um, look, if they were in the NFC East, they'd be winning the division by a mile, right? Um, and I'm not saying that because they're four and seven, but if they were in the NFC East, they'd be they'd be at least five and six. Um, yeah, I mean that, that that's not a good team, bro. It, it depends. It depends on. I understand what you're saying with Deshaun Watson, and I agree with you. He could end up being a great talent that gets wasted in a, in, a, in a franchise that really doesn't know what they're doing, right? Um, but let's see who the next coach is. That that's all I got to say about him. It won't matter. They got yeah. I, I don't I don't think it'll matter, unfortunately. But we'll see. <laughs> All right, well, let's move on to Sunday. Uh, let's go straight to the best game of the day, man. Uh, the Chiefs and the Buccaneers. What a game that was, huh? You think so? I don't think that was that great of a game. I thought it was great. I thought it was great. The score, it, the score if, if, if the score makes you think it was a great game, I don't think it was that great. No, I thought it was – look, I thought it was a great game because you saw some incredible performances by Patrick Mahomes and Tyree Kill specifically. But then also the Buccaneers came back, and the Buccaneers had the kind of game where I don't think they played their best, but they still – even at 17 nothing down, right, even, even when they were down 17 nothing, you still got the feeling that they could come back. And they did. They came back. They made it close and, uh, and almost, and almost uh, you know, pulled it off a bit. Uh, the Buccaneers are going through a rough stretch here. They're down to seven and five. Remember, they were seven and three a couple weeks ago, and you know they got manhandled by the Saints. Uh, they got beat by the Chiefs. Uh, things are looking rough in a way, I guess, in Tampa. What do you think about the Buccaneers at this point in terms of the layout of the NFC? I mean, they could be in trouble, especially – I don't know. Did you see what Bruce Arians said today about, uh, you know, this is Tom Brady calling the plays and, you know, it's it's kind of like saying he's – you know, he's – and rightfully so. I mean, I, I think he deserves that in, in a, somewhat. But I don't know. I don't think Bruce Arians is that great of a coach. He might not be – or maybe he's a good coach, but he's not the right coach for that situation. I mean, I don't know, bro. I'm kind of confused on Tampa. Like, Tom Brady doesn't look that good to me, man. Like, the guy has nine interceptions. Like, Baker Mayfield, Stafford. There's a lot of other quarterbacks that have a lot less interceptions. I know they're not as good as Tom, but maybe, maybe, maybe him, you know, running the show on offense is not, is not what's good for the team. Because he's got the weapons. Yeah, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what the problem is offensively. It is a little. It is a little bit strange that they are. It's a little bit strange that at this point in the season, we're not seeing that offense click a little bit more, right? Because in the beginning, I kind of get it, right? They're they're new to each other. They're feeling each other out. But now at this point. Like you know what weapons you have on the field. You've got Evans, you've got Gronkowski. I figured that would they would have been doing more with the offense at this point. And I personally I think it's Arians. I don't I don't think the quarterback should be like I don't think the quarterback should be calling all the plays, right? It's one thing to audible out of a play, but I don't think he should be kind of running the offense. There's a reason he's got a helmet, not a headset, right? I mean, I don't think he, any quarterback should run the offense, but I think there's certain quarterbacks in the league that, you know, deserve or, you know, I, I feel like it's okay if they're given the keys to the to the car and drive it every now and then because Right, but that's, not, not on every play, right? No, 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 not on every play. And, you know, I don't want to compare, but, I mean, I think that's – I think Bruce Arians might be the problem because, you know, I'm sure in, in, in New England, you know, Tom Brady 
leaned a little a little bit on on Belichick, right? And and vice versa. And here it seems like Bruce Arians is like not. I don't know if he has a, a say almost in in the offense. And then they got Brian Leftwich as the offensive coordinator. So, what? And he's been there a while, right? He's been together with 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 Bruce Arians, I think, all the way back to Arizona days. Mm-hmm. So I don't, I don't know. There's something not, not something's not working. Someone's there. not on the same team. Something's not working there. What is working is on the Chiefs' offense. I say this every week, you know. Like I, I have no doubt that Patrick Mahomes is a great quarterback. But my goodness, man, that's just a ridiculous amount of weapons everywhere on the field. There's speed, there's talent, there's, I mean, Kelsey, Hill, the running backs. I mean, it's just, it's too much. It's it's a wonder that they don't score 50 points every week. I don't understand how, I don't understand how they, they're not, you know, I don't under, they've scored 348 points this year. That is uh, 32 points a game, right? Yeah, yeah, 31, 32 points. I don't understand how it's not 450 points so far this year. I don't understand how they don't score 40 points a game. It's it's crazy how good that offense is. Especially in in the NFL today, right? How the, you know, it's it's so much easier to – you know, the passing game is, is a lot different than it was when the Vikings put up 500 points during the season, right? Yeah. So, but yeah, something? I mean, they're, you know, it's a, it's a pretty good old machine row over there in, in Kansas City. Yeah. Let, hey, let's stick with the, uh, with the NFC. The Saints continue to lead the NFC with a 9-2 and two record. They obviously got the cupcake game against the Broncos playing with no quarterback – with a quarterback or someone that they made play quarterback because I don't even know if he's ever been a quarterback. I felt bad for that guy. I felt bad for the Broncos in general. Um, you know, like think about, think about if you're, if you're a Broncos player playing on defense, right? You know, you have a tough assignment when you have the saints coming into town, but to make it even tougher, you know, you basically have to shut the saints out to have a chance. Because your offense ain't going to do shit. And you got to try to find, make some offense yourself, right? Like an interception or a fumble or something. So I felt bad. I think all they ran was like, huh? I think all they ran was like wildcat plays on offense. It was terrible. I mean, I watched that game for like 10 minutes and I was like, this is a terrible product. I don't understand. I'm going to go back to it. I don't understand why we're pushing other games off, but yet we made the Broncos play. Like, Right. I mean, are you worried about the product? Are you worried about competitive balance? What are you worried about? Because that was not necessary yesterday. Yeah, the Saints should get like half a win for that. Like they shouldn't even get a full win. They should have gotten a tie. Now nah, you take the half. You do. You take the hook. <laughs> you take that that's half a win. That, that's a half a <laughs> win. Right. A tie is a half a win and half a loss. Yeah. 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 They continue. But, uh, the Packers are eight and three. The Packers looked great last night. Granted, it was against the Bears, who, again, that's a team that we've been we've been saying this for weeks. When they were five and one or whatever it was, we were saying, you know, don't get too excited. It's a long season. The Bears aren't that good, and well, the Bears aren't that good. Uh, <clears throat> and then the Seahawks play tonight. They're seven and three. The Rams seven and four, the Cardinals six and five, the Buccaneers seven and five, and then you've got the Vikings at five and six. So, so right now you've got the Vikings on the outside looking in, but only a game out. I've been saying this for weeks: the Vikings are gonna make the playoffs. I still don't trust the Rams, and yesterday proved why I don't trust the Rams. Right, a game against depleted 49ers team at home, and they couldn't win it. They ended up losing on the last play of the game, 23-20. Again, the Rams – and the Rams' offense is the biggest mystery to me. Where Where is the Rams' offense? I don't know. Because sometimes Goff looks good, and sometimes Goff looks terrific. <laughs> I mean, he is just terrible yeah. at times. 
yeah, I, 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 I actually, I'm not losing faith in the Rams. I think, you know, again, I, I always go back to those division games. They, they can go either way. Uh, so I, I, I don't think the Rams are, I don't think they're a fluke. Now the Cardinals, on the other hand, they might get caught from behind because Kyler Murray's might be hurt. I don't think he's 100% healthy. Who did they so, play this weekend? They played the Patriots. The Patriots beat them. That's right. But that was a so, tough game because they got to go across country and play the early I mean, Sunday game. That's always a problem. Look what happened to the Raiders. Yeah, I know. But Yeah, I know. But, I mean, that that's – they just – they went half halfway the country. They didn't go all the way. Who? And they still got pounced. The Raiders. They went across country from the Western Time Zone. They went to Atlanta. They didn't go all the way to New England. Dude, where's Atlanta? It's way before New England and Florida. It's not way before Florida. It's on top of Florida. It's on the East Coast. it's, It's way before New England. It's a lot closer. It ain't that much closer, bro. Yeah. It's a time I believe zone in that issue. Myth, but yeah, but I mean, still, still. I mean, that's your professional football team, and you're. That's not an excuse anymore. The Raiders are have a you know winning record. The Falcons don't. That's not an. That's not an excuse. I don't look, buy it. Look, if you if you ever bet on football games, that's an excuse. I bet on plenty of shitty. East Coast team because they were playing a, a West Coast team coming in to play the noon game on Sunday. Yeah, I mean, eh. I, I mean, yeah, it happens, of course, but at this point, I mean, with, with that matchup, I don't, I don't believe that was the case. Yeah, look, um, Arizona and and the Raiders both needed to win their respective football games against teams that are not very good, not in the playoff hunt. Um, you know, you've got a a Patriots team that's sitting at five and six, likely not going to make the playoffs. And, uh, you know, you, you're the Cardinals. You have playoff aspirations, heck, division aspirations. you got to win that football game. And, you know, Cam Newton looks terrible. So they just, they just didn't do enough against a team that really wasn't playing all that well either. Um, at least, <clears throat> at least the Raiders can say they just got beat by a, by a team that came to play, right? The the Falcons really came to play on Sunday and <clears throat> put it on them, a lot of turnovers, created a lot of turnovers, and, and they won. But, I mean, the Cardinals lost to a team that didn't do much more than they did, and, you know, they just – they're not very good, and yet they still managed to lose that football game. So the Cardinals are, are kind of worrisome as well, which, again, just leads further credence to my argument that the Vikings are going to make the playoffs. I mean, I, I mean, now I could really see it because I mean the Vikings are are creeping up. Yeah, they're well. They're one game behind the uh, the Cardinals, um, <clears throat> two games behind the uh, the Rams and Seahawks, right? Because only one of them will win the division; the other one will be in the wild card chase. So it should be quite interesting. And the Vikings have the more favorable schedule. The Cardinals still have the Rams at Giants. Eagles, Niners at Rams. Yeah. So they, you know, they could and, lose at least two more. I mean, the 49ers already. I'm sorry, you saying? I said the 49ers already beat them once. So, I mean, they could lose to them again. Yeah. The Niners are five and six. Now, the bad thing for the Niners is Santa Clara County said no contact sports. So they're having to pick up everything and move. Apparently they're moving to Arizona for three weeks. Sounds like a fun road trip. Yeah. They're picking up, they're picking up and moving their entire football operations down to Arizona. Isn't that something? Well, who cares? Cause I mean, it's just the 49ers. They're not making the playoffs anyway. So. Yeah. Well, if they get hot, they rip off five straight here. Let's see who they have left. It could the have. Bills, Washington, 
Cowboys, Cardinals, Seahawks. Yeah, they ain't going nowhere. <laughs> uh, all right, so we're still looking to, to see who's going to make it there. Um, you know what's interesting is the Falcons at four and seven have a plus 14 point differential. Isn't that something? It's because they're always playing from behind. Yeah. If you, if you look around, like, it, you, if you ever want to look and see, like, what, 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 this is the point in the season where I look at stuff and I try to figure out what's, what's fake and what's not, right? And, and one of the things I look at is point differential. And the Falcons at plus 14, yet they're four and seven. Normally that would tell me they're a better football team than what their record shows. They're probably going to win some games here at the end and finish, finish up strong. I don't believe it with them. On the flip side, if you go over to the AFC, you've got the Cleveland Browns at 8-3, and three, and their point differential is minus 21. And I'll tell you what, I believe the point differential more than I believe that record. I think the, the Browns are set to fall at any moment and come down to earth and not make the playoffs. I think they're going to fall out of one of those playoff spots. And I thought a team like oh. the Raiders would be – would be there to take that spot, but after yesterday, I wonder. Nah, I don't think they're falling out. I think, I think, uh, I mean, I haven't seen their schedule. I'm about, I'm about to see it here in a minute, but I would guess that they have at least two more wins in them. And the teams behind them, the Dolphins don't scare me. Now that Tua didn't play yesterday, I think. The Colts coming off, you know, tough division loss to the Titans. Baltimore is not not going anywhere. Raiders. I mean, I, I wish they would get into the playoffs because I like that team, but now Josh Jacobs, I think is hurt also. So that's, that's, you know, that's going to hurt. I don't know, bro. I think uh, the Browns are going to comfortably make the playoffs. Let's look at their schedule. I think, I think the Browns fall out. They're in the I mean, division with have- the Steelers and the Ravens. I think the Ravens will pass them. Well, but the Ravens have a bunch of injuries. So they have – the Browns have – they go to Tennessee. Lost. And then they play the Ravens. Lost. Then, then they play the Giants and the Jets at New York. And then they Lost, finish with the Steelers. win. Yeah, What's after the know. Jets? The Steelers. Loss. I mean, the Steelers might, might have it all wrapped up by then. They're going to so, go one and four the rest of the way. Nine and seven, not going to make the playoffs. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I think they make the playoffs. Uh, the Tennessee Titans like- looked great yesterday against the Indianapolis. You know, it's funny because a few weeks ago, Indianapolis looked great against the Tennessee Titans. But yeah. the difference here is Tennessee looks like they're really starting to warm up for that run, right? They, they're starting yeah. to look like they're really pounding the ball, running the ball really well really controlling the game from a running perspective. I would not want to play Tennessee now or in the next five weeks and certainly not in the playoffs. They're making the playoffs. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, they're they're the three seeds right now. I mean, yeah, they're making the playoffs. How's that for a wild prediction? Yeah. I got another wild prediction. The Kansas City Chiefs are going to win the AFC West. I don't know about that one. (laughs) Uh, who's who's even in that division? What division? Uh, they've only got a four-game lead on the Raiders. Anything can happen. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that one, I think, is wrapped up. But you're, de- you're definitely right about the uh, the Titans, I think. They're really looking to – I mean, they they really look like they're hitting their stride at, at the right time. So, um, I, I don't think we have to worry about them not making the playoffs. Yeah, they're going to be a real problem for somebody. Well, they're going to be a real problem for everybody. Everybody they play, it's going to be a tough, tough football game, and it's going to take a lot to win it. Hey, the race that we're, uh, that no one is talking about, but I think we really should, the race for Trevor Lawrence. The Jets holding firm in the top spot at 0-11, but the Jaguars are on their heels at 1-10. 
do the Jets win a football game this year and ruin getting the first draft pick? <laughs> I mean, they're so good, they're not going to ruin that. Well, let's look at their schedule. Before you say that, let's see, let's see how it matches up here at the end. Have you looked? Uh, no, hold on. <laughs> let's see. All right, you ready? Yeah. I mean, I, I don't see a win on here. Versus well, the Raiders. Next week, but it's in um, – oh, it's in New York. <laughs> that could be – that could be a win. Okay, go ahead. Put okay, go ahead. Put money on the Jets next week. <laughs> I want to see the ticket too. <laughs> hey, look, I'm calling it right now. The Jets are winning next week. <laughs> <laughs> and then they've got the Rams. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Then they got to go to Seattle to play Seahawks. That's a loss. They got to go to Baltimore to play Rams. That's a loss. But then they host the Cleveland Browns. That could be a win. And then they have to go to New England to finish off the year. That's a loss. I think they have two wins in them. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. I think they're, they're number one draft. I'm telling you right now, they're going to beat the Raiders or the Browns. One of those two games they're going to win. I think their tank for Lawrence is uh, safe. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, <clears throat> And then the, the Jaguars have – they have to go to Minnesota. That's a loss because Minnesota's got to make the playoffs. Uh, they host the Titans. That's a loss. They have to go to Baltimore. That's a loss. They have to – they host the Bears. That could be a win. And then they go to Indianapolis to play the Colts. So, at most, they're going to get one win. The Jets could, the Jets could screw this up, beating the, Ram, uh, the Raiders and the Browns. And the Jaguars go 0-5 the rest of the way, and the Jags get the first pick. See, I don't see that happening. The, the Jaguars, despite their 1-10 record, if you look at their, the games that they've played against the Colts week one, lost by seven. Titans lose by three. Texans they have a lost net by for two. keeping it close, Packers but they have a net by for losing. Four. Browns lost by two. I mean, they've been in – They've been in the games pretty close, so. Uh, they're still terrible. Well, well yeah, I, we know that. But, I mean, they also have to play the Bears, who are just as terrible. So, that could be a win right there. Yeah, you wonder if the Bears will even be playing by that point in the season, considering they didn't play last night. They were well, all they'll be playing. They'll be playing just as bad as last night. They were terrible last night. Absolutely terrible. Yeah. Um, you got anything else? What else? Uh, so is, is Pat Mahomes the runaway with the MVP right now? Um, yeah, I can't. Because you got, you got, you got Aaron Rodgers, you got Russell Wilson. And I think, I think Big Ben should be in there also. In the conversation somewhere, Josh Allen. No, I don't know no, what other no, quarterback. no, no, no. Now you're reaching. Not every good, not every quarterback having a decent season should be in the conversation. It's MVP. Josh Allen's having a pretty good season, though. He's having a decent season. He's having a good season. He's not having a great He's, season. Well, well, compared to Pat Mahomes and Russell Wilson and Aaron Rodgers, probably not that type of season. Right, but he's then still he's having a conversation. Good then he's not in the conversation, right? So, have, uh, okay, do you want me to tell you who the top five passing yardage quarterbacks are? Sure. Pat Mahomes, Tom Brady, Deshaun Watson, Matt Ryan, Aaron Rodgers. Russell Wilson is nowhere near there. Where is he? Number nine. He doesn't even have 3,000 yards passing. He hasn't played tonight. Hold on. Let him play tonight. All right, so we'll talk about it next week then. He'll catch up tonight. Because, because look, I mean, what, what are we basing it off? See, because here's the thing. Here's the thing. When it comes down to NFL MVP, it's obviously going to be a quarterback, right? right? 
Right. So I think, I think at that point, there's two things to take into account. Team results and stats. That's all that there is to account for, for this specific award for this position. Yeah. So we take, we take, we take team results and, and then you, you start comparing the stats because that's really all it comes down to at, end, at, at, at the end. It's the guy with the most passing yards and the most touchdowns and the QBR and the least interceptions. And if we do that, then Josh Allen is, is probably top five is what I'm saying. Yeah, but it's a big – to me, it's a big drop-off between Mahomes. To me right now, it's really Mahomes and Rodgers. And Wilson is, to me, pretty it's – it's, Mahomes it, – Wilson is down a little bit to me. Um, he started off great, but now at this point, you know, it's – you know, Mahomes and Rodgers, I think, have put a little bit of distance between themselves and Wilson. And Allen. Um, and even Ben, right? Like, Big Ben is – they're 10-0, and 0, but, you know, th- is he winning football games by himself? I mean, it's, it's, it's always very hard. I agree with you. I think team results are the biggest thing, right? I think it's – you're right. It's always going to be a quarterback, and you always look at team results. So, if I look at team results and I take the top – I take the top five, six teams in the NFL, I look at their quarterbacks. Because that's how the MVP is going to end up shaking out, right? And so if I look at the top five or six teams in the NFL and I look at their quarterbacks, well, I've got Mahomes for sure, right? Big Ben, but Big Ben, it's been – the running game has been more of more of the solution in Pittsburgh. The defense has been fantastic. So Big Ben hasn't had crazy numbers. Uh, in Tennessee, you got Tannehill, but it's it's all a running game, right? In the NFC, you have the the Saints, but Drew Brees hasn't played every game. He's been hurt. Uh, Rodgers, we already we already talked about how how what a good season he's having. Uh, Wilson, I think, is in a lot of ways has carried that team, even though he doesn't have ridiculous numbers. What he's done late in games and what what he's had to overcome, considering his defense is trash, really kind of puts him up there. And and then you know I. I've been bagging on Josh Allen. I don't think he's had a phenomenal year, but he he should be somewhat in that conversation. But really, at this point, I think it's a two-horse race. I think it comes down to Mahomes and Rodgers. Again, Wilson could get himself back in that race if he has a monster, you know, four or five games here at the end of the season. Uh, but other than that, I think it's pretty much between Mahomes and Rodgers. Yeah, it should be interesting down the stretch. And don't forget the quarterback from Denver. He only has eight incompletions this year. Eight. That's pretty good. There are 11 games in the season. He's only thrown eight incompletions. And granted, two of them were interceptions, but we won't talk about that. Uh, yeah, it should be interesting. I can't wait to see how this, uh, you know, last few last few weeks, because there's always a player, you know, down the stretch that kind of steps it up and just kind of comes out of nowhere or who's in the back of the pack and, you know, kind of makes it a, you know, instead of a two horse race, makes it a three horse race. So it should be uh, it should be fun. Good, you know, good one, guy that we one guy that we didn't talk about and we didn't talk about him because he's not a quarterback is Derrick Henry. Derrick Henry's having a, a monster year again running the football. And, you know, that that guy pretty much carries that football team. So he probably should get some conversation. He probably won't actually win the MVP because we are quarterback biased, but he should be in the conversation. Yeah, yeah, definitely. We're getting to a we're getting to a good time in the in the football season, right? Everything becomes uh, hypersensitive at this point. It's we're coming down the home stretch of uh, of the football season, and now we're starting to kick off some basketball. It's getting to be a lot of fun in sports. Yeah, I'm hoping baseball ramps up some free agency talk because it's been really quiet. So I'm hoping here in the next few weeks. Maybe to uh, I don't. Maybe when basketball is about to, you know, kick off their their season, 
maybe that's when baseball will kind of sneak in there and make their splash, right? Just to kind of yeah. stay in, in relevant. I don't know that we're going to see much free agency movement this year because you got to remember there's a, there's a lot less money floating around and a lot of uncertainty as to how money is going to flow going forward into 2021. So I don't think we're going to see yeah. the same kind of free agency activity in baseball that we've seen in previous years. Um, hey, speaking of baseball, did you see the trophy for the Korean baseball organization, World Series champions, the NC Dinos? No. No. Dude, this is, for everyone out there, Google KBO Series Trophy. This is the best trophy ever. It's a sword. And it's not like, it's not like a little two-foot sword. It's like a five-foot sword. It is massive. It's not something you carry around in a sheath on your belt. You know what I'm saying? I'm looking at it right now. I don't like it. It, it doesn't <laughs> resemble it. baseball to me. I mean, that's not baseball. That's like you just fucking finished fighting the, the world fencing championship at the Olympics. Who cares? It's the coolest thing ever. That's true. Yeah. You know, like most, most trophies have something. Well, the Stanley Cup doesn't have a puck on it or a stick. But it's a Stanley Cup. It's a Stanley Cup. Okay. There's okay. no cup it's, in it, hockey. Well, I guess it resembles a cup. It resembles the name of the trophy. Huh? It resembles the name of the trophy, the Stanley Cup. Okay, so if they call this the KBO Sword, would you be okay with that? Yeah, I would be. <laughs> what do they call it? What, what do they call it? Seriously, what do they call it? Do you I don't know? know. I don't know. I just saw it, and I thought it was the coolest thing ever. Rob Manfred would call that a piece of metal. <laughs> piece of tin. <laughs> piece of tin. Yeah, it's, it's tin foil. <laughs> yeah, by far the neatest, uh, the, the, the most unique trophy I've ever seen. I mean, I, I think that resembles violence. It's not cool. Oh, please. <laughs> Come on. Yeah, I don't like it. No, I don't like it. Not, not for a baseball trophy, especially baseball. No way. Uh, what? It's I mean, only good for what? Fencing? Apparently for KBO. It's very Korean-like. It would be a great fencing trophy. Like, if you win the World Fencing Championships, you should get a massive fence, um, a massive sword. Exactly. I agree with that. I agree with that, too. But fencing didn't do it. The KBO did. I love a KBO. Huh, I wonder how much that thing weighs. It looked pretty heavy. It looks Imagine, heavy, I know. You know how in soccer when they win, they you know they kind of all get down and then they all they hold the trophy up. Imagine if he drops yeah. it. Whoa. Right? There goes a toe. <laughs> or a finger. Or a head. Or your dick. <laughs> I bet no one stands in front of that guy. Jeez. All right, man. You got anything else? Let's wrap this puppy up. Uh, no, nah, man. Everybody go watch. Enjoy. Yeah. The football game tonight. And uh, huge, huge rest in peace to Diego Armando Maradona. The all-time one of the all-time soccer greats, legend on the field. Heck, maybe some maybe can say legend off the field. But uh, either way, he lived life his way, and uh, he touched a whole fucking country. Yeah, other countries too, like Italy. But he touched a whole country. So yeah, really a a, a worldwide icon. Uh, just an incredible, incredible soccer player. Um, it's always hard to compare across eras because if that guy played today in today's rules, every game would end up 11 on five because the beating he took game after game would get the other team. They would get players sent off left and right. Uh, just an absolute incredible talent uh, to me easily. Him and Pele, 
the two best soccer players ever, ever. And there's no argument. The only argument is which one of those two was better. And I don't think you can ever really say which one was better. They played in two different eras um, and, and just an incredible, incredible, incredible talent. Uh, I've done this before he passed away. I've done it on a few occasions here and there where I've gone down the YouTube rabbit hole and watched videos of him. And obviously I did it uh, again last week when I found out that he passed. Um, If you want to entertain yourself, go down the YouTube rabbit hole and just, just pull up Maradona videos of him. I mean, just all sorts of videos. I mean, even, even to watch him during warmups was just incredible. You, you know, you and, and I were on a text string and you made the comment about, you know, a video of him during warmups. And you said, it's like watching, it, it was like watching Odell Beckham Jr. During warmups. And I went to a Giants game and I watched warmups just to watch what Odell Beckham Jr. did. And in the nineties, when the Cardinals came to town, I went to Minute Maid Park to watch the Astros play the Cardinals. And I went to batting practice before the game just to watch Mark McGuire during batting practice. That yeah. it was, it was must watch TV to watch those guys practice, to watch them warm up. And Maradona was no different, an absolute icon. Uh, and as, and as great of a soccer player as he was, he lived life at that same speed and trajectory off the field because his time in Europe was insane. The stories that came out of how he lived in Europe were incredible, especially his time in Italy. He took a no-name Napoli team and made it a European powerhouse. Just absolutely incredible. And, uh, very sad the other day when, when, when we learned of his passing. So, uh, RIP to Maradona. Hey, did you watch uh, Mike Tyson and Roy Jones? No. No? No, no, because look, when they told me that it's an exhibition, I'm out. I'm out. When they told me there's not going to be a winner, I'm out. I I can't. Look, I don't go down to the local gym and watch a couple old guys spar, right? I'm not going to (laughs) watch these two old guys spar, even if it is on TV or pay-per-view or whatever the hell it was on. I, I was quite, yeah, 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 fuck yeah, hell yeah. I was quite entertained because I, I always thought that it was going to, I, I, well, not always. As it got closer to the fight, I always thought it was going to be a, a much tougher or more, um, how can I say? Real? A more intense, a more intense sparring match, mm-hmm. and I and and I mean, I, I want to see fucking, I want to see Mike Tyson, bro. And Roy Jones is no slouch. He's fast. He's still fast, but Mike is just a little faster. I mean, I I enjoyed it, bro. It went eight rounds, and look, I don't care. I I, I didn't care too much that it was an exhibition and that it was going to be a draw or whatever, because I think Mike Tyson has a bigger goal for 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 that whatever he's doing right but as far as like punches being thrown like there was fucking punches thrown like Mike Tyson Mike Tyson is still Mike Tyson inside those ropes so and and Roy Jones really didn't back down I mean he was kind of you know stick and move and you know he he didn't want to get hit and it was it was entertaining to me so I'll take it and that's and and Snoop's commentary made it even more entertaining and look, we watch sports for entertainment. So I mean, it was it wasn't as bad as as um, as maybe I thought it was going to be at some point, or as mm-hmm. you know, some people might have thought it was. It was definitely an exhibition fight, but they they were throwing, they were throwing punches, most definitely. What, what did you think of Nate Robinson and Jake Paul? I thought that was hilarious. I mean, you know. Go back to my tweets at Brooklyn Gaucho One. I got a picture there of Manny Pacquiao and Nate Robinson, and it was the same exact how it started, how it finished. I mean, it, <laughs> both of them laying down flat on their face. Poor Nate Robinson. He he stood no chance, bro. He was. I mean, he stood well, you know, no chance. Everyone, everyone, you know, poo poos Jake Paul about being a YouTube star. 
That guy's a legit athlete. Yeah. I mean, he's yeah. an athlete. Both he's of them, right? Aren't both of them? His huh? brother, too? His yeah, brother, yeah, his too, brother no? too, Jake. Right? Jake, Jake and Logan. Is it Logan Paul? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know who's who, but yeah. Yeah, I don't know who's who. I don't know which one's the more famous one of the two, but they're athletes. They like they they've actually competed and you know, they're not they're not just a couple of fat guys, you know, running around YouTube. They they, they know what they're doing. Yeah. Nate Robinson stood no chance. <laughs> Now, Nate Robinson's an athlete, too, and not just a basketball player. I mean, he's been in some fights before this, um, just not just not quite like this. No, no, definitely not. Definitely not. But it was good. It was cool, you know, whatever. Yeah? Well, good, good. Well, you mentioned your Twitter handle, so uh, refresh everyone. Where can they get a hold of you? Uh, on Twitter, at Brooklyn Gaucho one and if you want to get a hold of me, you can do so on Twitter as well, at emontana21. You can also email the show, uh, positivesports10 at gmail.com, positivesports10 at gmail.com. As always, we appreciate your questions and comments. Uh, if you want to catch the show, you can catch us on YouTube, um, Podbean, Google Play, iTunes, whatever, whatever podcast platform you choose. Go ahead and send your comments through there as well. Like, subscribe, do all that neat stuff. Uh, you got anything else, my friend? Uh, no. Eat more turkey. I do not. Huh? If, if, if I had, if I, if we still had turkey, I would be eating turkey right on the show right now. Maybe for Christmas, you can make me a turkey. Deep fry Maybe. me a turkey and bring it over. That could be my Christmas present. Maybe. Have you been naughty or nice? Well, you know, never mind. Uh, see, that, that that doesn't sound like nice at all. <laughs> that did that sound convincing from the start. That's where that's where I get tripped up on this whole Christmas present thing every time. <laughs> I'm always good until they mention, "Have you been naughty or nice?" And I'm like, "Ah, oh, well, yeah. never mind." Uh, it's out the window. <laughs> all righty, folks. You guys, be naughty, be nice, whatever. But as always, ignore the negativity, be the positivity. Peace.